0: Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are, wherever you are listening, you're having an outstanding start. To your Friday. It's the beginning of another weekend, and it's the beginning of another series for the Braves, but it's also the beginning of a stretch of the season where the Braves have every opportunity to really turn their season around. We'll discuss that in just a moment. Before we do, I want to remind you you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, and the Road to Atlanta podcast all at BatteryPower.com as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. Also, free on podcast platforms wherever you choose to listen to your podcast. That's where we'll be. Just hit that subscribe button to get the latest content whenever you want it. My name's Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you. You can find me at Stats SEC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. Actually, this time around, though, after an off day, which the Braves traveled from Milwaukee. They're heading to Miami. A bit of a setting change that, you know, hey, preferably for a lot of us, I'm sure we'd much rather be in Miami than Milwaukee. Nothing against Milwaukee. It's just, that hey, Miami's a pretty nice place to be. But for the Braves, the opportunity now exists for them to be able to, if they can start to have all three facets of, of their team, the bullpen, the starting lineup, and the starting rotation on the same page, they can really start to make some headway and once again, establishing themselves as one of the best teams in the National League. Obviously, that has been a, a hard thing to do as of late. I talked with Alex Butler on yesterday's show about the fact that the Braves just, it really seems at times, you know, either their bullpen and their starting rotation are doing great and their lineup is struggling or the lineup does very well, but the starting line or the starting rotation does not do well. There just seems to be a disconnect between all three facets of the Braves team really playing together in sync all at once. But with the level of competition the Braves are going to be facing over the next month, they're going to have every opportunity to find the groove that they need to find. Thankfully, we've seen some good we've seen some decent production as of late from the top of the order. We've seen the starting rotation put together nearly a week's worth of nearly dominant starts, night in and night out. It's just the fact that all three facets of this Braves team really needs to put it together to put some wins together as a result. But let's look a bit at why every opportunity really exists. Why, you know, I feel that emphasis needs to be put on the fact. That this may be the most manageable part of the Braves schedule when it comes to wins, even for the rest of the year. Starting today, which would be May 20th, the Braves are gonna be are going to play 29 games between May 20th and June 20th. On June 20th, the the Braves will start a series against the San Francisco Giants. That's a month away. But in the 29 games between now and And when the Braves start that series on June 20th with the Giants, here's who the Braves are going to be facing. Three games against the Marlins. Four games against the Phillies. Three more games against the Marlins. Three games against the Diamondbacks. Three games against the Rockies. Four against the Rockies. Two against the Athletics. Four against the Pirates. Three against the Nationals. Three against the Cubs. The significance of that stretch of the season right now is in those 29 games, 13 of which are against NL East opponents, the combined record of the opponents the Braves will be facing over their next 29 games is 132 and 173 as of right now. Now, I know that that probably, <laughs> I probably don't have much room to talk with the fact that the Braves are 17 and 21 themselves right now. But also, in terms of expected results based off efforts, in terms of how, at times, good different parts of the Brave teams have been, if, again, Atlanta can find the ability for all facets of its team to perform together, again, they have every opportunity to put together some wins to be able to make the most of this stretch of the season. And another thing that stands out as well... As of today, the Braves currently are seven and a half, excuse me, eight games out of first in the NL East. Again, far too early to worry about the NL East, far too early to worry really about the the, difference in games in the division, but it's not too early to take every possible advantage of a manageable part of the schedule to be able to close the gap. Right now, there's only one game in the NL East that separates Philadelphia, Miami, and Atlanta. And to be honest with you right now as well, there's only five teams, or excuse me, six teams right now in the National League that are 500 or better. So the point is, is that if the Braves can take advantage of this part of the schedule, not only could they start to separate themselves from the rest of the NL East to start putting the Mets in focus, they also could really start to make up some ground in the rest of the National League to really start working their way up towards the top of the National League. And don't don't at all think that the Mets are not vulnerable to a team coming back. Obviously, for less than ideal reasons, you don't want to see a team that's having a good season like the Mets are, you don't want to see them be hampered because of serious injuries. But that has... You know, Ben, what occurred, it, it occurred earlier this week, and as a matter of fact, it occurred yesterday, or on Wednesday night, in which Max Scherzer was on the mound. He suffered a pretty significant injury, and he could be out for the next month and a half to two months. Now, the Mets are a good team. I think that they're probably going to continue to play good baseball, but the Braves, with the talent that they have, have every possible ability with uh, on their roster to take advantage of this part of the schedule and make up some room in the division. So that's the takeaway from the start of this stretch. You don't want to look too far ahead, obviously. You don't, especially with how the the inconsistent the Braves have been, you want to take it one game at a time. But the point is, is that if Atlanta's starting staff has found the ability to consistently either be above average to dominant, but at the very least put the offense in a position To win as many games as possible. The level of competition the Braves are going to be facing over the next month are going to give the offense every opportunity to be able to win games. Because I don't see, you know, potentially you could make an argument about the Phillies lineups perhaps, but I don't see a lineup over the next month in in an opponent that the Braves will be facing. I don't see a lineup that's more talented than Atlanta's. So if the Braves' best bats can get going, now would be the opportune time, and that starts tonight in Miami. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So the Braves look to begin a weekend series in Miami against the Marlins. And of course, with Ronald Acuna Jr. being able to come back into the lineup on Tuesday and Wednesday against the Brewers immediately, making the impact that the Braves sorely missed in that game that they definitely could have won on Monday against the Brewers, Ronald Acuna Jr. returning to Marlins Park. It has a bit of significance. Of course, we all know the history, the bad blood, to be honest with you, between the Marlins and the Braves when it comes to the Marlins' frequency of hitting Ronald Acuna Jr., but also, this will be the first time Ronald Acuna Jr. is returning to the park where he unfortunately suffered his ACL injury last July. So it's going to be great to see Ronald Acuna Jr. at the top of the Braves' order. The pitching matchups for... This series are definitely very competitive. You have Charlie Morton versus Trevor Rogers. You have Kyle Wright versus Alicia Hernandez. And then you have Ian Anderson versus Sandy Alcantara. And the big thing to me, the big theme overall for this series for the Braves is simple. Play to their talent. Just play to their talent. If the Braves play to their talent, and I know that that is much easier said than done with what we've seen all season. But we've started to see in, we're starting to see indications that the Braves' best bats at the top of the order are rounding into form. We know the impact Ronald Acuna makes every time he's on the field. Matt Olson has started to show you know good production at the plate. The walks have remained there. The power has remained there. Hopefully, a few more balls off his bat go out of the park. Austin Riley is starting to heat back up. Marcelo Zuna is regaining his power form. The top of the Braves' order in this series, is significantly more talented than their competition, in my opinion. Jazz Chisholm has been amazing this year for the Marlins. But the rest of the lineup, though it has been comparable to Atlanta overall, the rest of the lineup individually, in my opinion, does not compare to the talent that the Braves have in their lineup. Especially when you consider for the Marlins, off-season additions Jorge Soler has definitely struggled so far at the plate, as has Avi Garcia. My point is, is to not take anything away from the Marlins. It's just simply to acknowledge the fact that with the track records that you see from the top of the Braves order versus the top of the Marlins order and the fact that the top of the Braves order is starting to show signs of heating up, that could be the difference in this series. The ability for the top of the Braves order to create and convert scoring opportunities, that's going to be the difference in this series. The other big key Is the Braves' starting rotation continuing to show how good they can be? Charlie Morton, Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, each of them are either coming off their best start of the season in their last start, or in Kyle Wright's case, a very, very productive rebound effort from the previous struggles that he had against the Red Sox 10 or so days ago. This Braves starting staff has been very good over the past week. They've done exactly what they needed to do in limiting the production of opposing lineups, allowing for the bullpen to remain somewhat rested by the Braves starters going five, six, seven innings, and most importantly of all, putting the Braves in a position to win. And the thing is, is that one thing that would be great for our starters to get used to Since the Braves are embarking on a pretty manageable stretch of the season when it comes to the competition that they're going to be facing, it would be nice for the starters to get used to playing with the lead. And the Braves have every opportunity to do that this weekend against the Marlins. Now, that's not taking anything away either from the Marlins' starting staff. The Marlins' bullpen has been an unexpected surprise this year, and their starting staff remains very talented. But at the end of the day, if the Braves could play to their talent in this series, especially when it comes to the top half of their batting order, that is what's going to be the area for the Braves to really feature against the Marlins and against other teams over the next month. What separates the Braves on paper versus these other teams? It's the top of their order. It's the top of their pitching staff. And again, I know <laughs> I know that that could easily have been said all year so far, and it hasn't really made a difference, but now is the time for it to make a difference, especially when you're hopefully going to have Ronald Acuna Jr. in the equation, hopefully nearly every day moving forward. The Braves have every opportunity to feature the top of their order, and if the bats are truly getting going, the Braves could find the success that they've been seeking all season. It's going to be a fun weekend again Charlie Morton being able to put together to or put, put together really three straight good starts. In terms of his stuff starting to round into form, that would be a great development for him. Don't forget last year around this time was when he started to find his form. It's once again happening. So him being able to put the Braves in a position to where, hey, if the top of the order could give him some runs, Charlie Morton can deal for five to six innings, the bullpen can get the job done after that, that's a series opening win on the road. And that could be the boost that this Braves team needs to be able to get a series win on the road to be able to start this stretch of the schedule in which they really could turn the season around. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Daily Hammer. You can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, all at BatteryPower.com as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. Always a pleasure to be with you. Hope you have a great weekend. The Battery Power Podcast will be back with you later this weekend and the Daily Hammer will be back as well early next week. Until then, make sure you hit the subscribe button to wherever you listen to podcasts and get the latest content from the battery power podcast network always a pleasure to be with you have a great weekend go braves and we'll talk to you again soon here on the daily hammer